0: Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. You're tuned in listening to United to the Moose here on WWVU-FM-Morgantown 91.7. This is the Cinematic Odyssey here in the studio with us. uh, We got a special guest, Declan. Hello, hello. We're going to be talking about uh, one of PTA's um, great works, Magnolia, his 1999 film, his third film in his uh, vast and incredible filmography. He's one of my favorite filmmakers. We already talked about Licorice Pizza, um, many many episodes ago. I know you didn't really like that, Max.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, just for reference, PTA is Paul Thomas Anderson, Anderson yes. not Parent Teacher Association. <laughs> yeah. This is, not is some
0: some friends but, of mine make that joke. Yeah. To me. But yeah. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> continue.
2: Why was you a fan of Licorice Pizza? I didn't think
1: they ended. Uh, Alana's character arc well I think mm. if uh, I, I got into it really well at the end of the episode there I really came into my own on the fly <laughs> there right. and I just I, I mean if the point is going to be her growing up and becoming independent and you know going this way why are they going to stick her in a relationship yeah. especially with one of the people that she's already deemed as problematic mm. but it's a good point this dude. I did enjoy Magnolia much more than Licorice Pizza. Mm. So, there we are.
3: Yeah.
0: It's a three-hour anthology film following, mm, like, eight... At least yeah. a lot of characters. A lot, yeah. a lot of characters. They don't really intersect that much. I mean, a few do, but not all of them run into each other. I guess it's more so thematically they have, every like, a lot of things in common mm. um, with their respective arcs, story arcs and whatnot, um, as uh, Max eloquently put it to me earlier before we started recording this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you can't say that word on there, though. No. Nope. Um, bad, bad word. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I. this is my second time watching it. When I saw it for the first time, I was blown away, and I forgot to log it on Letterboxd when I saw it last year, which <laughs> I was shocked that I for- completely forgot that I... Didn't, li- I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, um, my opinion didn't really change of a it a- after watching it last night. I didn't like it more. I didn't like it less. It just kind of stayed the same. Um, But that's just me. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think watching it last night was the first time I watched it again in, like, whatever, a couple of months. Because I definitely, like, go back to his movies and watch them all, like, periodically. Mm-hmm. 'Cause if I like I'll never put on a new movie, like I'll never sit down and be like, Oh, like there's a new movie that just came out, like I'm gonna put it on. I'll I'll sit down and be like, Oh, like licorice pizzas on Paramount Plus, like I'm gonna put it on right now. Mm, I see. Um, so yeah, but watching this the second time there are definitely things that I picked up more like um what uh Tom Cruise's dad in you know, in the movie when he's dying. Like he's the guy who runs the studio that produces yep. Gator show. And I didn't yep. notice that until last night. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, set. Oh. Cuz I look. when I was looking at the it was like the mm-hmm. the, the fake NBC logo and it had his name, mm-hmm. the character's name there and I yeah. I was like, "Huh. Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I always felt like this is just one of those movies that's just like it's just it, it's so just clean and smooth and it must have been like such a such a mess to write because there's so much going on like constantly that I feel like you know, it's all about like the editing. Like this is like a yeah. movie where editing is like so huge, yes. like so forgotten.
0: Yeah. Cuz there's just a, such an immense energy that we see that is just the momentum doesn't stop. It doesn't yeah. stop for 1 second. I mean, there's a there's a, a probably like a 30 minute 40 minute sequence in the middle of the film where there there's that one track of music just playing in the background mm. constantly. yeah Yes. And the first time I saw it, I was just kind of like getting i was getting a little uh, for me it was a little tedious but this time around i didn't it didn't really bother me all Mm. too much um because i mean i already knew what was coming right yeah but i was just anticipating okay when's this like climax occurring and then it did and then it just like things sort of slowed down and then it picked up uh picked back up again shortly after um when you know jimmy like has that moment on the game show like everybody's just kind of losing it Mm, yeah at once um very powerful stuff
2: a lot of it is too like that i like is like you know uh, most of the things that are happening in the movie are all happening at the same time and like when i I was watching this with my roommate i was like explaining it to him and he he was having trouble following it but Mm. i was i went down a deep youtube dive about this the other day and and uh one of the comments on one of the youtube videos was saying that like in in there's the a documentary called the the moment. Mm. Have you seen it? It's about the making of this movie. Mm-mm. And the reason it's called that is because in the script they would say the moment. They wouldn't say like you know this whatever. Like they wouldn't specify in the time of the movie because all the stuff that's happening in the movie is just happening pretty much at the oh. same time. Uh. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool.
1: And you want to ground. And I think maybe to tie that in together, you've got that song playing in the background for forty minutes across mm. num- numerous scenes. That's because all of these scenes tied together with the same song, oh, they're all happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're right. Paul Thomas Ander- Anderson does a great job of indicating that this is all one day. This is all just yeah. one day in the lives of many people. And the thing is, this is a three-hour movie, but it it kind of it captivates you. The introduction and when you're first introduced to these characters, it might be 20, 30 minutes, but... You're kind of wrapped with attention. Mm. He he does very well with the opening narration and the quick anecdotes, as well as the uh, establishment of the major characters in the in, the, in right. the movie. He does very well with you know keeping that pacing, the quick quick cuts, editing shots, zooms, a lot of those camera tricks to kind of keep you invested. Mm. So then, by the time you're you meet the characters and you're set, you're 30 minutes in, and you're like, oh okay. I know these people. I can I yeah. can sit through this. And because you're resolving the arcs of, you know, 10 people, you always have somewhere to go. There's always somewhere left to be unfinished. So you're always even though you're not okay, we've relieved the some of the tension from, you know, Jimmy Gator's story. Oh, but now we're moving into the Quiz Kids uh story. So right. so we're still getting that, you know, resolution
2: that's why and i think the sorry to interrupt no that's why i think the beginning of the movie like the title card is just so powerful because like it takes you through everybody that you're gonna be with for the next like you know three hours and you know it does it in a matter of like 20 minutes so mm-hmm. it's really good i also like this part a lot though when it, when it zooms into the sky and it says like 82 we- percent chance of rain yeah, the and weather the yeah i think that's really yeah. cool
1: and the um I mean i also love the song choice one thing. harry Nilsson, three dog knight yeah and i think in this one it's angie man it it's oh yeah. uh, the songs yeah the soundtrack's incredible in this i love that song great choice but like again going uh, coming out of this my one knock on this film it's the exact same problem that uh, tristan had with coda and it's not a problem it's a problem with him it's not a problem with the movie it's a problem oh, with me yeah, yeah. it's i was oh i was expecting a different movie it's not mm. a problem with the movie yeah. it's a problem with you yeah. and it was a problem with me cuz i'm i i'm sitting through half of this i get through half of this i'm like okay when are they going to meet each other mm. cuz i'm anticipating you know a love actually kind of oh these characters all go here and they know them and that's how these two connect and oh, they all kind of work in the same spot or right. they all have similar relations mm-hmm. or they all tie in more, a little bit more concretely than they do here. Mm-hmm. Here it's much more theme-based and you know, not plot-based interaction but a lot of these scenes that these characters go on some of them don't ever interact or don't connect but some of uh, they're all connected with the theme of the film. And so I was it, it took me about half the movie to realize, "Oh, that's what he's doing. They're not all going to meet.
2: He's using all these characters to bring out his message." Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely took me a couple times of watching it to like really understand what the movie was about, like what he was trying to portray, like the message of running from the past and all that. But um this is also one. Of, I John C Reilly in this movie is awesome. He does such a good job portraying that character, just like a, you know, mundane kind of just foolish kind of guy who's just like looking for love. And he's like so like the scene when he's up in the you know the drug addict's house with her. Like he doesn't even know she's a drug addict. Yeah. He's just so blind by the fact that he wants to like fall in love that he doesn't even like you know, Claudia. Yeah, yeah, Claudia. Yeah,
0: Jimmy, Jimmy's daughter. Mm, Jimmy's yeah, daughter. Yeah. yeah.
1: Not to mention, and then that he's he's just, he's, a, he's just a little bit racist. Yeah, and we <laughs> just nah, and we he's say pretty, he's pretty racist. We say little with <laughs> italics because he is pretty racist. Yeah,
0: cause he, yeah, because the the contrast when he because when he goes into the black woman's house, yeah, um, to, for like a disturbance call, he's like roughhousing her and pulls a gun out. He,
1: I mean, he barges in too. Yeah. He knocks yeah, on Claudia's yeah. yeah, yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. And he's like asking for permission to come in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Claudia's, yeah, white, by the way. So, yeah. By the way. That, if you didn't get that already. But, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny because he stumbles upon this, like, dead white guy in her closet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> who was pres- presumably killed by mm. her, her, her son. Her son, I think. Is, yeah. Yeah. Her son, the worm. Yeah. As her yeah, grandson yeah, yeah, worm, puts worm, it. Yeah in in that rap that he made yeah and then he says to which is to another weird character. part of this
2: movie i think i don't know pick up but <laughs> apparently uh, that rap he does in the beginning of the movie like like portrays like the whole movie like it, what everyone's going through in the whole movie there's, huh. a, there's a youtube video he's rapping it and it's going from it's just cutting from one scene to another and it's just like oh like i it's hard to explain i guess but it, it, it all makes sense
0: uh I mean, I when I hear him rap, I still... It's so... I don't know. To me, it's a little cryptic. Yeah. I would have to... <laughs> I'd have to read it. Yeah, really, like, it's, write it. And, yeah, 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 I'd have to read it. Because it's one thing to hear it. I'd have to, like, focus on the like, lyrics and read it. See what, what's actually happening. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's still cryptic for me. Uh, yeah. it's the second time around. I still didn't get what he was referencing. Like, I knew the worm was referring to his, his uh dad I assume. Mm. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm. Um but anything else
1: no. Well yeah. And one thing that I was I was interested to come across going through was, you know, and it hit me about the same time that I realized all the characters weren't actually going to meet each other. Um it was uh gosh, a lot of these people suck. Mm. mm. Everybody's got everybody in in this movie's got a secret. Everybody's got something wrong with them or yeah. something something up. Something that's really really negative. And they 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 all are really kind of terrible people in a way. Uh, not uh, all of them. Not all of them. Well, they're terrible in different reasons. Mm. You see Stanley's father is just controlling and angry and pretty much abusive towards his son. Yeah. Uh the quiz kid's not really terrible. He's just kind of impulsive. He's trying to capture, you know, whatever he missed from yeah. being a kid. Yeah. Um he's still running he's 35 what and he's running off of the fame that he got when he was 10. Um <laughs> Jimmy Gator, he's got a lot of skeletons in his closet, you know abuse. And then
0: um of Partridge Earl Partridge, the the old man who's dying from cancer. Yep. And like his son Frank Mac Oh man, he's quite the character. He's yeah. hilarious. He's Awesome.
1: <laughs> he's so funny. You know, Tom You know, I I I was in an argument oh, with a friend man. of mine over Christmas break about um Tom Cruise and how oh she says oh Tom Cruise is the greatest actor of all time mm. and I said bad take and that <laughs> is a horrible yeah, yeah, take and I well, oh my gosh it's not it's not like a I don't know if it's a serious take or not but I'm like wrong and she's like, "Yeah, you're wrong." And I'm like, "Okay." Tom I mean, Cruz sure. Besides,
2: like this and like eyes wide shut. But like he was that's quite the Only thing I can think about where like Tom Cruise is like, "Oh, like actually awesome. acting, yeah, yeah, like wow." Like, besides, uh,
0: like doing action stuff, like yeah, stunt like stunt that. Work, I don't think that really. Takes I mean, you could much probably you make school. the argument he's one of the greatest stuntmen of all time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But actors,
2: no.
1: But let's be honest. He is very good in this movie. Yeah,
2: in particular. No, no, he is. Awesome. No, 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 yeah, he's he's, awesome. I think he yeah. won best supporting actor in the Golden Globe for this movie. Ooh. Yeah, his character is
0: hilarious. I mean, he's just a guy with daddy issues who's yeah. misogynist, uh, pick-up yeah. artist, motivational speaker, incel guy. Yeah. His whole program seduce and destroy. <laughs> the Respect <laughs> yeah. the <blank>. rooster. <laughs> Respect
2: <laughs> the rooster, yeah. I do love the scene when, I guess it's- tame the- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I forgot about that. <laughs> that's so. How did you guys <laughs> like those nachos? That's that's a great line, and then he just continues on with it. I do like the scene where he's getting interviewed by the by the woman, and like, you know, you, you can kind of tell something's fishy going on with his answers, and then like at the at the end of the interview, you figure out that like she's really a kind of, I don't know if she's doing a hit piece on him, but she's trying to like unpeel the layers of this guy. But yeah. he just he just isn't having it, and he's yeah. just you know that's that's a great scene and then when he when he's talking to his dad and he's crying on his bedside like that's just oh my god Yeah, that's so, acting it's that's so like crazy good. acting yeah. so good the regret scene yeah. yeah
0: yeah they're, they're I'd say they're like that whole family unit I guess the mm. partridge unit yeah. with Julianne Moore's character and then Phil the nurse kind of being involved mm. I'd say that's probably my favorite um, bit of the whole film yeah or arc of the whole film yeah yeah. Um it's just god it's so it's it, it's such a not, like wonderful piece of uh of wisdom to take a hold of, you know, to, after watching a film like this. Um you know with Earl being so old and the things that he did that he obviously is uh, you know very regretful. He has a whole monologue at the right. end right. about it all. Um and then his son coming in and then like forgiving him it's just so powerful I love it I love yeah, it I mean,
2: Jake, Paul Thomas Anderson getting Jason Roberts or Robards I don't know how you pronounce his last name but like that is awesome like he like because you know he was in what like all all not all quiet in the Western Front the Wild Wild West he's in like a bunch of these was in West Once Upon a Time in the Wild yeah, West yeah or in the West in and then the West. all the President's Men mm. but yeah I mean going back yeah. to what you said Max about. Uh, like awful people, like them being yeah. awful people. Like I think that a lot of like Paul Thomas Anderson's movies are kind of focused around like I guess like specific people like in America. Like like you know, like I, like yeah. yeah, what were you gonna say?
0: Oh no no continue. I, I, do, no, yeah, I have I something to add to that. That's though. pretty much all I had to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh well yeah I mean most of his films are deal with like family units mm. you know with Boogie Nights it's the dysfunctional family unit of like a bunch of outcasts mm. um coming together in this specific industry that you know is uh quite exploitative and, and can be very damaging um and then you know this film it, not so much but I guess why I like this particular um Bit so much is because it's so true to the family, mm. and then his Definitely. his debut, Heart Eight, there will be blood, yeah, you know, with the father son dynamic. Um, Phantom Threads, not really, yeah. it's like mm. a romance. Uh, punch master, from, punch, like master, yeah, Master, yes, yeah, the family unit, Scientology, <laughs> yeah, that film's crazy, <laughs> yeah, so good. Great movie. That That's one of his best, in my opinion, mm. like top three, mm. I'd say. Um, Punch Drunk Love, although that's more of a romance.
2: Punch Drunk Love is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I love that. I love that movie. It's so good. Yeah. So good. (laughs) Max is over here like, I haven't (laughs) seen any of these. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a PTA guy, not a PTA (laughs) fan.
1: I the first movie I saw from him was Licorice Pizza. I mm. did see it in theaters. I saw it with my dad, and we left, and we were not feeling happy about it. Yeah. We were like, I don't know what we just watched, yeah. but we just sat through something.
2: That's how I felt when I or, or my, what? how my dad felt when we first watched in the theaters. and I was like, what was that? <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I I saw it again. Um, you know, prior to our episode on it, and I was like, okay, mm. now I know what I don't like yeah. about it. So I was a little bit more concrete. I was happy knowing going in what it was. Yeah. Magnolia, again, I like it much, much more than licorice pizza. I think it flows better. I think it has a better grasp of what it's doing. Now, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Now, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to jump to the end because no. we, we're going to talk about that, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, we will. But um, my, my thought is what do you guys think? Because you, you've seen it before. What do you guys think Anderson's is trying to say here? Like, why, why are all these characters so flawed? Why are these characters all laced in? Why? And one of my issues with with this was, how do you equate the opening sequence with all the coincidental, um, you know, cases? You got the three yeah. guys who killed somebody. Turns out their names were the same as the, the building that they robbed. Greenberry
2: or, Hill. Yeah. yeah.
1: You've got the... Um, the accidental murder leaving somebody on top of the tree after you know losing money and then you've got the um of course the accidental murder suicide in which you know that I, that whole that whole sequence yeah. is ridiculous but how intro. do you equate
2: those coincidences with the the meaning of it I guess the right.
1: sequences of the characters
2: yeah. like what's well, so coincidental about it I think the one of the big things in that movie is when William Macy is in the bar and he's walking out and he goes, "The book says the past. You may be done with the past, but the past is not done with you." I think that, like, you know, is re- is like a good representation for the whole movie because mm-hmm. all of these people are like running from something that they mm-hmm. did in the past. You know, something that happened in the yep. past.
1: Yeah, I mean, could you say that everybody has their kind of karmic moment? Uh Macy's yeah. talking the whole mm-hmm. Donnie the quiz kid's always talking about he's finally going in to get braces. Yeah. I think yeah. that's where we meet him. He's in the orthodontist yeah. and he's getting yeah. the impression. And at the end falls off a pipe and bashes his face in mm-hmm. actually needs And he will them. actually need oral yeah. surgery is that just the coincidence there? He was going in to get them anyway. Now he just really needs them. I'm
2: going to be honest, Max. I've never that's never crossed my mind once was watching this movie, so you just blew my mind. Uh <laughs> <Aha>! <laughs> I don't get the
1: eureka moment this time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like yeah, like that makes a lot of that makes a lot of sense, like I, yeah,
1: I mean, because like the reason <laughs> he wanted
0: them was so he could feel like he was young and to yeah to be like that bartender that yeah. he was attracted so, to, yeah. so
2: immersed with,
0: yeah, yeah, because he's like always trying to relive his youth in a way. I think I, that's the way I see his character. Yeah, because when yeah. he always brings up, oh, take. I'm the I'm the quiz kid or whatever from '86, and I think when he says that, he's just trying to feign some relevance some attention. Yeah. Um because he sees himself as kind of boring and mundane. He, there isn't anything that's interesting about his life and he he's struggling financially and just like right pretty much his life he seems to be very miserable.
1: He's coasting off this one success. He's not really working much.
2: But we know for that.
0: but we know that his parents took that money from him. Yeah, which was, you know, that's terrible that that happened. Yes. Um and so he's kind of left in the dust in that way.
1: I mean, yeah. But, uh, I mean, there's there are some more that I've noticed, but not enough to say that it's a pattern. I mean, you've got... Are there three that even match up with the uh, with the stories at the beginning? Because, I mean, you've got uh, Donnie's braces. I don't... You have Jimmy's attempt on his life. Mm. And I can't think of another... Um, instance, because you know,
2: I I, I can't I, mean, I can't uh, draw up another what's coincidence. To, uh, no, that's Julianne
1: Moore's character tries to commit suicide, but doesn't, she gets, doesn't Jimmy but she,
2: Gator try to commit suicide? Yeah yeah, 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 he does.
1: But the um, I mean, you've got one of those connections, which is the little kid who raps to uh, John C. Riley's cop, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. goes in and is able to save kind of Julianne Moore, get her into the uh, ambulance. I mean. Right she does I don't think she ends up living because the ambulance uh flips
0: no she does live, does she really yeah, at the end, there's that phone call that Phil gets um saying that she's good she's in the hospital because oh, okay. frank goes back goes to the hospital this year, oh, I got you yeah, okay. she's alive okay. Linda, yeah
1: well impressive yeah, Ambul- she, Ambulance you know, still she flips.
0: took like yeah, yeah she took like like a lethal dose times ten of. M- uh, morphine? morphine, yeah, liquid morphine, liquid morphine yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> the
2: most potent form Shut, of it. She's <laughs> awesome in this movie too. She she plays that role to a T. Yeah, the
0: craziest drug addict. She's excellent. I think P- I think Paul
2: Thomas Anderson like specifically wrote her that role. Oh, really, yeah. Julianne
0: Moore? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she's, she's
2: fantastic really. in that. She's great in that. She's great in everything she does. I love her. Um,
0: but I mean, I think the I think what the intro is. It's just like, okay, all these crazy things occur. I think it's just more so set up for what happens in the end of the film, that crazy thing that occurs.
1: So it's just to say life is weird?
0: Well, I wouldn't say that's the thesis of the film. It's
1: not. I agree with that. I wouldn't say it's the thesis of the film. But you include it for a reason. Is it just to kind of introduce the idea that as strange as possible? I don't
0: think it's just like life is weird. I think it's just more so... I mean, I don't know if PT is religious or not. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. It's like personal life. But, I mean, at least for me, I can interpret or extrapolate that, like, miracles can happen. Miracles occur. Um, And, like...
1: But would you call that a miracle? Yeah. Hell yeah. We, We would call... Well... I guess I always imagined miracles as being the intercession of something or the, for the benefit of something uh, you know um i mean i guess i, guess okay, you're right. I mean it is i a mean maybe because it's inexplicably happening uh, yeah and we have no idea why okay. it must be a miracle maybe all right maybe the
0: three stories aren't miracles, those're just extreme coincidences right um or you could I, I mean you could say that they are not a coincidence, but they happen uh, by divine intervention.
1: Mm. I mean, but we're going to be clear and say we're talking about frogs falling from the sky.
0: Yeah, or the three events that occur in the beginning of the film. Mm. Yeah. Uh, with right. Sidney Beringer getting shot by his mom as he tries to commit suicide, jumping off a building. Or the guy, the scuba diver, who gets picked up from a fire plane, whatever, to drop water on a forest fire and then he gets impaled by a tree but he dies before that he dies in the plane and then the uh the murder in england by in greenberry hill greenberry hill Hill and the three murderers their last names were greenberry and hill (laughs) so (laughs)
2: You know, are those real? Those are all real things that have happened. I them. highly doubt yeah, it. I, yeah. bel- I b- highly doubt it. Because in the beginning of the movie, it's like, whatever, like the New York Times, you know.
0: Well, I mean, the narrator kind of makes a joke at it where it's like, these are things that only happen in the movies. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, the um, the scuba diver one is uh, was just an urban legend, debunked now. Mm. Uh, not Not at the time. At the time, it was, like, a, a real story that was going around. Oh, uh, really? It's That's de- crazy. Yeah, it's debunked now. Oh, okay. But um, these were these were stories that were, like, known to be strange but true. Oh, okay. Like,
0: oh. I just figured they were just written by PTA just I mean, for the film. I didn't know they, that they yeah. were, like, adapted from something or whatever.
1: I mean, I, I respect it more if they are real because – then again, you're tying in real life. It's not just you're creating a narrative that supports you. You're tying in the world that we live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you're saying, okay, the world that we live in is also the world that these characters live in. I and, mean, And you're not saying yeah. it's some fantasy land where, no, no. you know, all these coincidences of, uh, my gosh, English coincidences are bound to happen. See,
0: Yeah, I mean, because personally me, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm a Christian, so I don't see them as coincidences. I see them as like acts of divine intervention right. from God mm-hmm. or miracles. I mean, okay, the event in which somebody dies is not a miracle. That's not a good thing that <laughs> happens. But yeah. you know what happens at the end of the film? Yeah, yeah. I would s- I would classify as a miracle. Yeah. I get that. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's just like oh, this is happening crazy. <laughs> it's frogs yeah. falling from yeah. the sky.
2: Yeah. Hey, spoiler alert. I, but the frog's <laughs> supposed to like represent something right like
0: well i mean there are doesn't that mean something in the bible there are referen- there are lots of references to exodus eight two which is a um a larger verse um con- t- contextually is referring to the ten plagues of egypt mm. um which god pretty much um curses the land um right. one being like i'm gonna Flo- i think i don't i don't i'm paraphrasing but he's like flooding the lands with frogs or something right, like that right. uh, i know the other ones like famously is like locusts and like yeah, yeah you know stuff like that but um yeah i i there is a sign that i remember always seeing i know you didn't you say eight two pops up like yeah, a- yeah. hundreds of times yeah. in the film which <laughs> i didn't even notice uh
1: at all yeah no uh yeah. Which is crazy.
2: There's a whole list on Reddit. Let me pull it up. Um, yeah. In the
1: meantime, the, the the verse, you're right. The verse from uh, USCCB, and it's going to be different from every every version of the Bible, I think, it's, you're going to find. But yeah. it was, uh, so Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. Mm. No, By the way, no frogs were harmed in the making of this film. Uh, they yeah, were either, it was it was it was either CGI or dummy, like... Rubber, uh, like p- yeah, props.
2: Apparently, on a lot of like the signs on like whatever if they're driving by, like a Seven Eleven or something, or like a gas station, a lot of the signs in the movie will just have like Exodus eight two on them, or like oh. there are just like random spots in the movie that say Exodus eight two. Okay, there's a video here on Reddit because
0: the one the one instance where I do remember seeing it is in the game show What Do Kids Know, right. which is hosted by Jimmy Gator. Um there's a person in in the crowd that has a sign exit to say too. And funnily enough, the person that takes it away is PTA himself. Yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, A <yeah, laughs> little yeah. bit of trivia there, um, but yeah, I mean the film. <sighs> yeah, you know it's a good a good companion piece to this, and I and Robert Altman is um P, one of PTA's like main influences mm. for his uh, directorial style because. He f- he famously didn't go to film school. He dropped out after oh, a couple of days. PTA. Yeah. yeah. He dropped out and was like you know what I'm gonna learn from watching movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's so he scary. was like yeah and then look at him now. Uh, I guess, I guess you really don't need don't need to go to film school. Wow. Um. <coughs> Behold, yeah, it would help to be rich too. Yeah, because his yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that helps as well a lot. But uh, Robert Altman, yeah, one of his. Major influences. He has a couple of films, Nashville and Shortcuts, which are also anthology pieces. So they probably go well with this. I haven't seen either of them. I have Shortcuts. Nashville's but great, am, but I haven't seen. It. I want to see Nashville. Nashville's great. Yeah. Karen
2: Black in that movie is awesome. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, going back to the eighty-two thing. Just looking at this, the number on the plane, some like the blackjack uh, hand that, oh. that he has in the, in the casino is eighty-two. Mm. It's just, yeah, it's all over the film. Okay, I see. Sprinkled in. I see.
0: Oh, and also, too, the place where it takes place, or the film where, it, the, the area in which this takes place is where I'm from.
2: San Fernando San Fernando Valley. San Fernando Valley. San Fernando
1: as, are, as are most of his films, is that right?
2: Yeah, yeah. He knows how to make Los Angeles look so beautiful. Yeah. Because I've been to Los Angeles, I mean, you live there. Yeah. And I've, yeah. I've been there and I've been like, eh. But every time, <laughs> when I, but when I when I look at like like when I'm watching Licorice Pizza, I'm like, dude, this place looks awesome. Like, yeah, this place looks it's so the valley, so. baby. Yeah, um, <laughs> although I don't think Arlita gets any um,
0: screen time because that's where I the like the small municipality is where I'm from right. specifically. It's it's pretty much all the Mexicans are the Hispanics. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so when you're whenever you're watching movies, do you, you ever see something like that's filmed and you're like, oh, I know that place. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, that's like Manchester by the Sea. Like that that was all filmed in my hometown. Mm. So like I just like I'll watch it in the beginning scenes. I'll be like, oh, that's I take a left on that road every day. You know, uh, it's pretty
3: yeah. cool. Hmm.
2: Yeah. But um,
0: I don't I don't know I don't I don't know what to say. I mean, I just. You know, so I want to say stylistically, this is very different from most of his other
2: works, mm. especially as like this being his like Third. junior movie, like because yeah. the first two were kind of like Scorsese copies, you know, of 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 you, know. you think
0: you really think Boogie Nights is?
2: Yeah, I think Boogie Nights is like exactly like kind of Goodfellas, but just in a different perspective mm. from a different world. You know? Mm. Okay. I, I think could see I that. think Paul Thomas Anderson. I don't know if he said it, but somebody said that where like Paul Thomas Anderson was like going for a Scorsese kind of vibe with that movie but really I really don't
0: get that I I see that as his own unique film sure
2: yeah
0: uh, with his own aesthetic I mean it's his it's his sophomore film yeah it's the second film he was like
2: 23 when he made that no, nah,
0: like? he was uh like 26, 26 or something. Okay. Still but months. he that's wrote crazy. he wrote the Dirk Diggler story when he was like a teenager. Yeah, that's one. Like he made his first short film yeah, was the Dirk Diggler story. Right. Which is incredible. Yeah. Like the man the man's a genius. <laughs> oh yeah, he's
2: like he's like an actual genius. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's. Like, <laughs> he's <laughs> like he's just like literally like I'll be watching a movie by him. Like the a scene in Boogie Nights where where right after you see Mark Wahlberg right after when um Kurt Russell looks at Mark Wahlberg and then it's just uh William Macy walks into the scene right as Sonny is playing by, by the oh, I forget the name of the band, but like I was watching it the other night, he comes in this like frame right mm-hmm. as the beat drops into the song and I'm like, You no one makes movies like these anymore, you know? Like you can't make movies like these anymore. So I'm I'm you know, I'm heavy on PTA. If yeah. you if you don't watch like PTA is goaded. If you don't watch PTA, you gotta watch all his movies. That's right. Yeah, they're they're, they're so good. They're yeah, like, he's incredible. Um, I would put them over I, I would put them over you know, like Tarantino any day. Like, Oh yes. I like Tarantino, but I think he gets a lot of hype.
0: No. Well, I mean, the reason that is, I mean, he's just, he's just a mainstream. No one really know. No one, not not many people know about PTA though. That's the thing. Not
2: me, dude. no, it's true though, because you look at his, like he's kind of more underground, how much money he, how much money his movies made. Like he, he spent more money on the only movie that turned a profit that he made was Boogie Nights. He hasn't turned a profit on any other movie. I don't think so. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's he's a true auteur and artist. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Uh in his field. Um
0: he's one of the very few at least from his generation. I mean, cuz he's what the ni- 90s um like American independent movement. Yeah. So, I mean, Tarantino is a contemporary of his alongside with Steven Soderbergh, although he came a little bit later. But Soderbergh He's also kind of a, a true artist, and I mean, you could say, I mean, yeah, Tarantino <laughs> as well. I mean, he's very unique. He has a very unique style that's yeah. really only him. Uh, it can't be replicated by any other. But I don't know. <laughs> o- of that, of that movement specifically, I think PTA easily is the best filmmaker of that uh, era. Um,
2: is he? Is he gonna make another one? You think he'll make more? More film? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not
0: done. Yeah. Where? He's he's, he's make... 52? Yeah. Dude, he ain't done, bro. He's going to keep making movies till he's like 80, <laughs> 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 I mean, you see Francis Ford Coppola, like <laughs> Scorsese, they're still yeah. making movies. God. Like, dude, and they're
2: old, bro. I read they're old. I don't know if I read or I watched on a YouTube video, but this is actually one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, this this part, when, when they're going through like the, the Jimmy Gator set, and it's just like one camera. There's no stops at all. Um, yeah, I the over-the-shoulder. So Adam Sandler, when he was getting casted for Punch Drunk Love, this movie was out in theaters when Paul Thomas Anderson was already talking to Adam Sandler. Uh, so Adam Sandler went to go see Magnolia to see well, you know, what PTA's style was all about. Mm. And he called PTA after, apparently, and he was like, uh, hey, buddy, like we're, we're, we're not going to do anything like that, are we? Like, And Paul Thomas Anderson was like, no, like we're not going to do anything like that. It's going to be completely different. Uh. And apparently Tarantino and Anderson... We're on the set of uh, Little Nicky you know that movie yeah, 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 yeah. and they yeah. had a bidding war they were like arguing with each other like I want I want to use Sandler next I want to use Sandler next and I think I, I would assume he just picked Paul Thomas Anderson
1: Terrence has not yet used Sandler is that correct no uh, no
2: no. shame and I don't think he could anymore no I don't think, I don't think it would work Cause Sandler's now with the
0: he's in the pocket of the uh, <laughs> I'm just boys my boys are Safty brothers I'm just
2: What are they going to put something out
0: they're actually making a film together as we speak.
2: Really? Yeah. Let's go.
1: Yeah. I'm just sitting here with my discontent because I know we're gonna talk about it, and they need to redeem themselves Bro, from what, what they made whatever, me watch. Man. What? What movie? Uncut Did Gems. not care for Uncut Gems.
2: Uncut Gems. I get that. I I, I wasn't, I, 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 wasn't, I, wasn't I wasn't crazy on Uncut Gems I either. Love I think it. Good Time is one of the best movies like of the past like whatever ten years. Good Time is so sick.
0: No, that film was fantastic. I I prefer
2: Uncut Gems over. Yeah. Time. Yeah. I think Although I love Good Time. It's, I, it's, good it's Time it's is really a movie great. that I'm watching and I'm like genuinely anxious when I'm watching it. I'm like, mm. oh, like it's just hard for like directors to make me feel that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, back to Magnolia. Uh we, oh, I thought you were gonna say something uh, now. I'm I'm composing a thought, but
1: I haven't got it all y- all together <laughs> yet. So we're we're gonna get there eventually. Mm. But come back to me. Yeah.
2: Um I'm, yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman in this movie is awesome. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he piece. Yeah, for real, the late Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was, he was so good. I mean, Phil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> pretty, I <think> that's pretty <laughs> his funny. Own name. Yeah, yeah. There's a
0: isn't there a lot of characters that are just like have their first name uh, like Luis? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah Luis is yeah. just his first
2: name. I think though I would do that too if I was a director or something. Kinda uh, like, I would just kind of be like, ah, you're gonna be Tristan. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> you're gonna be Max. Yeah.
1: I am Max. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you haven't seen the the documentary of the moment, you should definitely check it out the, about the making of this film.
1: No, I'm sorry. What What was so funny is I'm in the musical right now. I play a character named What Max, musical? Bright Star. But where it, I, is it? I, where I, is it? It's It's uh, this year. It's at the Clay. Uh-huh. But um, uh, I'll be I th- I'll be there. I the character I play is called Max. Yeah. So we're we're already introducing this into everyday life, you see. But okay, I want to bring, I want to bring us to like again. I I commend all of the acting performances. I I think the one of the more one of the more powerful scenes is obviously I think Tom Cruise, uh, Frank T J Mackey's rant at his dying father. Yeah. I think that is one of the more powerful mm-hmm. scenes. But I think my favorite scene in this film is the game show. On yeah. the game show, yeah. Stanley sitting at the I don't know what you'd call it, the booth, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he's, the desk. The desk, yes. No. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting at the desk with the other two kids, who, by the way, again, going back into the people that kind of have their flaws very, very poignant. Uh, are very pointed. Like we can tell, they're so rude. They the, Stanley's doing all the heavy lifting. He's getting yeah. He's he's carrying everybody to success. Yeah. Um, his father Stanley's father is being incredibly abusive, neglectful. He's like, okay, you know, you you'll just win this. You do this for me and then we'll do whatever you want it's abusive he's i mean the father's a failed actor because he's still going to auditions he's not being given parts yeah yeah. he's he's, he hasn't made it yet so he's he's living through his son his son's got the ticket to showbiz Mm. and Mm. he's not going to let that go Mm. um but uh, i want to i want to look at the balance of power in the film as well because all stanley wants to do is go to the bathroom. Mm. Yeah. All uh, it's not it's not a difficult task. <laughs> it's not one that requires supervision. Yeah. It is one that can be completed in the course of a commercial break. And yet the production assistant and his father, and they refuse to let him go, which is frankly just I, I hated it. Yeah, it, it, it was so disturbing, so concerning. And yeah. he's got that moment with with Jack because this this show is live. Yeah, I mean, this is after, of course. Um, Jimmy Gator has had a um, what did he I say? Collapsed. Jack Jim. Yeah. Jimmy Gator's already collapsed. This episode of the show. Yeah. If this is a half hour show, you've already overdone your uh your little break there. You are pressed for time, and Stanley's little holdout here is like costing them money so much money yeah. so much viewership he's yep and infuriating his father he's i don't want to do this i'm done being a toy yeah i'm yeah. done being and a plaything he's
0: right thing. He's right. i'm glad he stood up for himself yeah that's that's that that's made me a happy. very
2: redeeming scene in that movie yeah because
0: like you know Stanley's just being exploited in many ways. One by his father for money, monetary gains. Mm. Yes. The viewership ratings and stuff from the television production uh, and money as well, obviously, uh, from their perspective. And, like, the kids on his team are getting mad at him because he's not playing because he's literally the only one who answers any of the questions (laughs) <laughs> they the don't, zone, yeah, because they don't really try. They yeah, don't want. No, the re- they don't try. <laughs> no.
2: Which is well, another good scene is when they're all walking into the studio and they're all like, "Oh, like we have agents. We we just, you know, we're trying to get agents." And Stanley's just kind of like, "Why? Like, why are you trying to get agents? You know, like." Mm. And those kids are only in it for the fame, the whatever, yeah. the celebrity. And Stanley genuinely wants to. Well, I don't know if he wants to win. but I mean,
1: he likes learning. Yeah, so he does yeah. like. Learning. It's just yeah. it expressing like
2: eight books of backpacks to school yeah. or eight backpacks full of books yeah. to school mm. rather.
1: He's just expressing what he knows.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: And I think it's also kind of like a little bit of a... I want to say like... F- I don't even know what you would call this, like the f- literary device or whatever, but <laughs> he it's sort of um, a pointer, I guess, to what could happen to Stanley and his father, you know, with Earl and Frankie. Right. And like what could happen to Stanley... He could turn Donnie. into he could turn into a Donny yeah, yeah. type figure because of the way his father is leeching over Stanley for his, the money that he could win from from doing this yeah because we see <laughs> a check. Do they and, ever talk about how much money there is? Well, we see a check from Donnie's because he has that check that he won f- from like when he was like right. the the whiz kid or whatever. Whiz kid. Yeah. Whiz kid. Um, and he got a hundred grand. Damn. Um.
1: That's insane.
0: I mean, that's that's not,
1: it's yeah. the it's the performative check. It's not the actual check. Yeah, it's one of the yeah. big cardboard ones yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. that yeah. you get to hold. So
0: that doesn't include taxes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah. still, a lot of money. That's still yeah. yeah still especially especially a lot. Like the 80s, yeah, for the eighties. Yeah, whenever he was coming up. Yeah,
1: sixties. It was Quiz kid, sixty-eight. Yeah. No, people,
0: no, it was eighty-six. Was it
1: eighty-six? Yeah. Okay. Huh. I think that's crazy. I mean, that's
0: what it said in the film.
1: I didn't think. I thought it was a little bit older because this is just ninety nine. So he, in thirteen years, he goes from ten to uh, maybe he was six twenty three. I, I mean, f- I don't know, bro. But
2: it, it, yeah, it was like right here. Okay, I
1: I learned my I lesson. Know, I, I promise. I I've learned my lesson from the After Sun episode. This is just continu- I'm continuously learning my lesson from the After Sun episode and and uh, listening to the lyrics. Right. You know, one. Is the loneliest number that you'll ever know. Mm. <laughs> How many of these characters end their arcs together? How many end happy? Stanley runs away. So he and his father are oh, separate. Jimmy's wife leaves him. Uh yeah, so like Jimmy's wife leaves him, so Jimmy's alone. Jimmy's almost dead, right. but... Oh, it is 68. Ha-ha! Okay, okay. <laughs> wow, I guess I have
0: dyslexia or something. I <laughs> swear it said 86. I'm dumb. kid, Donnie Smith. Yeah, okay, so that's a lot of money, then. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Is a yeah that's a lot of uh, money. <laughs> that's like, that's like life-changing money in
2: <laughs> 1968. I mean, inflation rates. Yeah. Who was in office? <laughs>
1: um, I mean... Mackie, uh, Frank, TJ—I don't know what you want to call him. Tom Cruise will call him. How about? Right. <laughs> I mean, his his father dies. How do Phil doesn't really. Phil just ends. He's got another job, so Phil Phil kind of leaves the house empty because father dies. Right. Um, Frank's got, you know, the uh trophy wife. What's what's her name? Julianne Moore. Yeah. Um, I read it. Somewhere. Earl
0: Earl, that's it. That's Earl's wife, Linda. Linda. Because he he cheated on his actual love of his life uh, many many yeah. times, who died. Because Frank, the reason why Frank hates his father so much was because his father <laughs> one cheated on his mom. Yeah, and he left he left them when she was dying of cancer.
1: Dang. Yeah, that's why you you didn't catch that. I mean, it was I in the th- interview. I think I did. I'm sure yeah. I did. I because. He Frank pushes them so far out of his head. He's like, out of sight, out of mind. Mm. Who cares if they're dead? They're dead to me. I
2: mean, he tells the, the lady that they're both dead, right? The interviewer? Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, he lies. Well, yeah, yeah. But he's he tells lying. them that. But yeah. he says that, yeah.
2: yeah. Which is, I don't
1: know. but. And I mean, we, we obviously by this point know that he's lying. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's more the uncovering of why he's lying.
3: Yeah.
0: And I think the reason why he is the way he is is kind of like a a coping mechanism mm. for the trauma that he's been through. I mean, it's a terrible way to cope It's turn oh. into a pickup artist, misogynist. and so <laughs> <laughs> Motivational speaker type, but, uh, <laughs> so, but what, if,
1: but, what if, but what if we think about it as a response to his father? Oh, his father went all the way around. Uh, he, he cheated. He did all this. He, he could, he did whatever he wanted. Mm. All right. I'm going to teach these men to do exactly what they want. Yeah. They're they're gonna take control of themselves, and they're gonna be powerful and superior, and yeah, because I
0: think because he didn't have that control when he was a kid, when he was forced to take care of his mom, right? And so yeah, he was felt he felt robbed of having some autonomy, because he I mean ultimately that's not his responsibility. His responsibility shouldn't be to take care of his mom. Yeah, yeah. That should be the responsibility of the spouse or like
2: a nurse, someone like medical
0: person. But, you know, That's since Earl of, left yeah. them and, you know, he had all the money, they kind of, he was kind of, they were kind of screwed.
2: But, yeah, I mean, I, I do. I, I what You said earlier about you know, this kind of being your favorite bit in the whole movie. Like, I, I would, I think I'd have your experience because I think it says the most about the movie and it also says the most about, like, real life. Like, yeah. I do love the line where he says, uh, You know, when you think you have the girl, like, or like you think you have the one, like, like, hold on or whatever he says, like, you know, good girls don't come around that often, you know, and I I love that line. Because
0: he, yeah, I mean, he recognizes he, a part of the way he is, like his abrasiveness, his brashness is just like his character, like his character as a person Mm. is so corrupted. Um, and he just has so much regret and like hate for himself. He just, yeah. He just, no. uh, he's just like done, you know. Do he's you
2: done. think that he? I don't remember if it ever explains it in the movie. Does 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 he know that Sh- Julianne Moore is is a drug addict? Or is it I don't think he knows. Or he's just, I don't think he's he, so out of it. He's so he's, out of it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, in the middle of the film, he calls out for his act, his ex-wife. Yeah. His ex wife that he cheated on, uh, Julie was her name. Mm. Uh, he calls out for her in the middle of the film when he's like losing his mind mm. or whatever, like he has one of those episodes. Um, but he doesn't really, he's just kind
2: of just kind of there. Yeah, yeah, he's just kind of there. Kinda there. there. A, he uh, died in real life like two months after, or like two weeks rather, right after the movie came out. Really? Yeah, yeah. He died a day after Christmas. And wow. This movie came out in December Dang. or something. December I didn't know something.
0: that. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, he he looks like he's <laughs> yeah, dying. Yeah, no. <laughs> talk talk talk
2: about getting a good role, a good actor for the role. I mean, <laughs> kind of killed it right in the nose. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. he he's like yeah. This is such a good part of the, like of just like it also makes you feel good like when you're watching something like this, it makes you like appreciate. What you have, like this is also one of those movies where like you're kind of watching and you're like, man, like I'm happy that my life isn't as you know hectic miserable or crazy you know, or, or miserable, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> i mean look at look at, look at this guy like he's yeah it's it's like a warning you don't want to be like this yeah you don't want
0: to live your life like the way he did and end up like he is now
2: yeah being honest because a lot of these guys are running from lies like a lot of these characters are running from lies they told in the past Mm -hmm. and now they're all catching up to them and yeah like jimmy gator for example, right yeah
0: like he he's confronted by his wife about you know his his past yeah and he's you know he he admits that he cheated to her and but that wasn't really her concern.
2: Yeah, because I mean, I feel like she was a, she obviously has to know, you know. And
0: then she is more concerned about why Claudia, their daughter, hates him so much. Yeah. And then he, kind of like.
1: He doesn't admit to it. He says she believes <coughs> that I.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. right. He never he, does. He, he never does, does, does say, say like I did. He always, he just says she thinks or yeah. that's, cause that's good point, Max.
1: That's such a greasy way to go around. Yeah. Because he's not admitting definitely. guilt. But that's he, so screwed up. And and she confronts him. Well, did you? And he's like, okay, well, you said what she thinks. Did you do this? And he goes, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Which is not, yeah, right. That's not no. cool. even if you've got two months to live, you answer that. I mean, question. he
0: clearly did. Yeah, he clearly did. The reason why Claudia <coughs> hates him so
1: much—it's very clear. But it's there's like, there's no respect. Yeah, and yeah. Claudia. Claudia uh, I mean, there's no respect for I. I there's no respect for the character because he doesn't. He, he's been caught. Mm. There is absolutely no there's use. There's no redeeming, there's, there's no redemption for him. Mm. There's no use in continuing to lie or continuing to say, no, I didn't do this.
2: Mm. Well, and he's dying. There's no too, point. Right? Yeah. yeah, he has cancer, yeah. I, come clean. And this is off, off, I get a little off topic, but Magnolia is a reference to Magnolia Drive, right? Or the Magnolia Drive? the street isn't there a street magnolia there street is a street in los named, angeles yeah there so is a street
0: like, named magnolia but i don't wouldn't, i don't think so no? say maybe just, i mean i know in the poster well the, like, isn't it a, a magnolia a, the flower it's a
2: flower with like a bunch of different petals on it and
0: then like the petals represent each person yeah, or something yeah, yeah, maybe because
2: yeah, magnolias all come into the middle right like all the as do most flowers in. yeah Sorry. Sorry. Thought I would get a little passive. I don't know. I've been stewing. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: I mean, I'd like to give credit where credit is due for mm. Paul Thomas Anderson here, because you know, I, I I might have things to pick out that are flaws, and yeah, I have flaws that aren't really flaws about this movie, uh, especially me going in thinking it was going to be oh, a Lily. different movie. But What's um, her name. The. I'd like to compliment him. This is a wonderfully fantastic screenplay. Mm. He he wrote this in I think I want to say it was two months. Uh, he got that's stuck. That's two up months. The, I want to say he got stuck up somewhere and he he he, he was digging deep into characters. You, you read that? Uh, you I, read so. I, crazy. So. Oh, I I think so. I crazy. Holy goodness! We'll, we'll, wow. we'll say that's we'll say that's hearsay for now. Two months. But Dang, man. he genius. Each actually each, no,
2: he's a genius. Like
1: each character takes logical jumps to each stage of development. He ties them all well with his theme. He you know, I I appreciate it because it is a three hour movie that does not feel like a three hour movie. Yeah, definitely no, it goes does by, not
2: feel yeah, it does go by really. The really editing really helps bad. a lot with that because there are even times in like uh, like even like Boogie Nights like going back to Boogie Nights like 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 there are times in that movie where I'm like okay like you know like I'm a little tired I'm a little bored right now like really yeah like I think mm. the scene where like I hate I hate when when him and John C. Rowley are like making music and like when he's out of the like whole porn industry oh, like I think that that's oh, just oh, like kind oh, oh. of oh. boring oh okay but with this movie is like it's three hours and I'm I, yeah it literally feels it's, like I'm watching it's
0: very movie. enthralling exactly yeah very enthralling
2: grossing and then, like, he like layers John Bryan, made the soundtrack for this movie, and I think he does all of his movies. Him and Johnny Greenwood do most of yeah, his movies. Yeah, Johnny Greenwood does PTA's, mo- most of PTA's. Uh, and uh, there's music. scenes in this movie where they layer two different songs on top of each other. Yeah. And it works just so yeah, well. Yeah. It yeah. works so well. Yeah. But yeah. But where yeah, I where mean,
1: you I, I don't think I will have as strong, I don't think PTA is going to be one of my favorites. Uh, I don't have the emotional connection because he's not making films in my backyard. Mm. Um, well
2: I don't that doesn't really matter I mean, too much to me. But, but it's nice. I feel like everybody makes movies in your backyard. But if it's nice. Right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm in the 30 mile zone. Yeah. The yeah. TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> literally.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think he's ever gonna be one of my favorites, but I I, I respect Incredibly, especially what he's done with this, mm. I I think that this is a fantastic film, even if it's not what I expected. I mean, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna I'm gonna. It's no love, actually. <laughs> what with only in the respects of characters crossing paths and being connected in the yeah. same environment. Yeah, because that that movie does that well, mm. so well. <laughs> um, I've talked about that enough, right. but. <laughs> Big love um, actually guy. I, I so, yeah. <laughs> great Christmas movie. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, his attention to detail, especially with each of these characters, fleshing out each of them so that they're detailed enough. They have a beginning, middle and end. They all receive that kind of ending point. And it's all generally tragic as well. But mm-hmm. I, I, I respect his dedication, his attention to detail. Mm. It's it's very very well put together. This is an excellent film that, you know, maybe does I don't maybe I I think I think I only take it down because I don't connect all the dots. I don't connect the beginning narration to the end or the middle of the film. I think that's more
2: just him trying to set up the viewers for like what they're about to like partake in. Like you know, it's just kind of like this movie's a a, a movie of. I guess coincidence, you know. Yeah,
1: but you know, I I, I, I tend to notice that I, I feel like some of his films are a bit disjointed from what he what his theme are, his theme is, or something. Or if he if he is he trying to tell a story, or is he trying to make a point? Mm. And I feel like he gets caught in between the two. At some point, but I I do think that this is an excellent excellent movie mm. with excellent acting talent. It's very well written. It's well edited. I enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was very pleased. I mean, and then the frogs start falling, and I'm just, what? Yeah. Frogs? <laughs> frogs? I'm going to be honest.
0: I'm surprised I never heard anything about that prior to me watching it last year. What? About the frogs. The frogs, yeah. I had never heard it. Like, I never knew about that. mm
2: it also is like that. No one really brings it up on like Letterbox either. It's just kind of like unless like you know. You it's the to, unspoken rule. Yeah, you don't yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Although we kind of we did.
1: I mar- yeah. I marked I marked the spoiler message. alert.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Magnolia, like why? That's crazy. Like that. Like why would you listen to this if you haven't seen yeah, it? Yeah, go watch yeah, it. Please go watch it. We probably should have said it at the beginning, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's just kind of the the um blanket statement of the cinematic Odyssey.
2: Yeah. Watch yeah, the yeah. movie we, before ta- we yeah, talk about
0: it. Yeah, yeah. We always have spoilers on the show. Yeah, yeah I
2: mean, I, I would say that Paul Thomas Anderson really, like, cemented himself with this movie. Like, you know, when it, like, this is just, it, it's just, you know, unrecognizable movie. Like, I feel like at the time when this came out in 1999, like, probably no one really saw anything like this, you know? And people were just probably so, I don't know. I don't know how it did commercially. Probably not that well. I'll look it up. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, cause made uh, forty eight million dollars and it cost like twenty, just enough money. Cost thirty seven, so he did turn a profit. He uh, did turn a profit, a slight, slight tiny profit.
0: Well, shortcuts, uh, another long film. Well, uh, Robert Allman It's another anthology piece of, um, I think it's People in L.A. But that came out in ninety three, mm. and then obviously Nashville came out in the seventies. Um ribbit. Yep. But either way, I mean, I gotta I I gotta see that. Um but yeah, the whole frog, the frog it kinda spooked me still. The first frog that hit um John C. Riley's yeah, window yeah. windshield. I, that freaks yeah. me out. That scared me. Yeah, I, was I was like, Whoa, what the <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. knew it was coming, and it still it still made me jump.
1: Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I was gonna text you at like it was gonna be like 1:45 in the morning, Monday morning, and I was gonna be like just one word, frogs, all cap, question mark, question mark, question <laughs> mark, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, and I regret oh, it so man. much. <laughs> hey, do you think he dies? Yes. Uh, let's watch Jimmy Gator. I don't think he does. I I maintain I that does. Jimmy Gator dies. I don't dies. think he dies. I maintain that he dies. Well, I mean the
0: okay. bullet went through the TV. Okay, okay. The house, it's smoking. Okay,
1: I mean, Frog's gonna bash his head in if he doesn't. If it doesn't burn down. But then that's the
0: last time we see also, him. Also, yeah.
1: But I feel like it's implied uh, that he does not make it anyway.
0: I guess. I mean the the.
1: Okay, because let's hear me out. Also, yeah, he
2: does have cancer. Hear me out. I mean, he dies eventually. Eventually, he he dies. He dies (laughs) (laughs) eventually. At some point, he's going to die.
1: Within two months. (laughs) Yeah. Within the two months of this event, he dies. But he just got hit in the head with a frog. Yeah. He's definitely bleeding. He just fell to the ground unconscious, hitting his head. So maybe there's a hematoma there. He definitely didn't. He didn't successfully shoot himself, but the spark from the tv could start a house fire yeah. which then okay, could okay. also burn him down yeah. inside of it and then there's also the cancer <laughs> you know in case he in case we make it through you know, all of you those. know oh, you know what it might be it's like the, him shooting
0: himself would have been a way quicker and painless way of of like that Not, him dying uh, yeah, and so easy, the frogs right? was further punishment for his actions okay.
1: Yeah I, yeah, I like
0: I, that. I think I think that's what it I, ride I think with that's that. what it is.
1: Yeah. There we go.
0: So he probably died of a more painful death
1: Tristan with some late game symbolism. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what it is. And I like that, but it but did, it did happen. happen. Yeah, but it did happen. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I I I like that
2: point. Breaking the fourth wall.
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man.
2: Yeah, just, you know, awesome movie. Like yeah. such a good movie. It like it just, you know, Takes you for a ride. If it's a good, good road trip movie, if you're sitting in the back of a car, I feel like this would be just a pastime. Well, mm.
3: mm.
2: but just like yeah, I don't. Know, it, there's really not much else to say besides that he's probably like the second greatest filmmaker of all time. I wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't say that. Hmm, where would you put him on all time list?
0: He's definitely in the top ten. Yeah,
2: I would put top him five. The top you want to put him in?
0: Mm, no. No, I, um, guess this
2: could be a hard I would say for I a would. S-
0: yeah, I mean, top five probably be, I, n- I mean Kubrick's my number one. Right.
2: But what's your favorite Kubrick movie?
0: Um, Barry Lyndon. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I love it's a good Lyndon. answer. Yeah, Barry Lyndon's incredible. I'd say it's his best work too, better than two thousand one. I know it's a hot take, but not really.
2: I don't really like two thousand one that much. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, crazy. Sorry. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm d- in mean, I like Full Metal Jacket. Like I think that's one of like the fucking b- sorry the most awesome movies ever. <laughs> I'll censor though. We can worry. censor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, time mark. Time mark. Uh, it's a yeah. No, I, hour and two minutes is what I said. Yeah. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it.
0: But um. Yeah. I'd say like Kubrick, Kurosawa, Igmar Bergman, Andre Tarkovsky, and. Mm, you know, like Yashihiro Otsu or like Scorsese's up there. Like, I don't know who would be my number five. Mm. Um, you need to read two? Alejandro? Is that he talking about? Uh, the Mexican filmmaker?
1: Yeah, your absurdist uh, gentleman. We were talking about him with Triangle oh, of Sadness. Oh, Luis
0: Buñuel.
2: Yeah, that's who I'm talking about.
0: Uh, No, not him. I don't know. You, made ever,
2: you ever seen The Square? Seen uh, so like the oh art, from the, the, the uh from from Usland or Osland? I don't know, I'm not really sure who made it, but yeah, yeah Robin
0: Ruben yeah. Usland. Yeah, he made Triangle of Sadness. I've seen Ooh. his I've seen the other film he made, uh, Force Majeure. Hmm. Uh that one's not at all like Triangle of Sadness. It's a drama, family drama. I like Triangle
2: of Sadness a lot. That was a good movie. Yeah, it's a good one.
1: You um but Dude, it was one.
2: Oh, here we
1: go. Do we have a We'll figure out what we're doing next week. We will keep you posted. But again, Odyssey of cinema. You know, we have a special guest on this episode, Declan. like mm. Declan. If you want to be a special guest, just like Declan, let us know. Let not us a, not know. Not as special as Declan, though. No, <laughs> <laughs> no can never be as special no, never, as Declan. Ever. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Yeah, we're trying know. to we're trying to be more engaging. We're trying mm. to be more personable. We're expressing right. our willingness to have That's you on right. every week. That's I right. I discuss what I've seen the past week, and maybe it's one, but maybe it's more. Who yeah, I knows? Gotta, I gotta
0: update that for me.
1: Yeah, come on, Tristan, get on.
0: Yeah, I'm
2: slacking hard. Get on. It. It. I'm gonna plug my letterbox. I'm, I'm slacking single. hard.
1: I
0: follow you on there, right? Yeah. yeah, we follow each other.
2: I like look at your list the Uh-oh. most. Whenever I'm like, I need a new movie, I go to your letterbox. Oh, hey, appreciate that.
0: Appreciate that.
2: I don't know what my username is. How do I find? Oh, it's just Declan underscore Condon. That okay. cost me a follow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Magnolia, yeah, forever. Yeah, awesome movie. Watch it. Yes, watch please it watch it.
0: Please watch uh, all of PTA's photography. You won't regret it. Mm. You won't. Just do a marathon. Kay. One one sitting one day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How much money am I going to spend <laughs> doing this? Start start <laughs> with Phantom Thread. I'm going to I would spend so much money. That's really an unhealthy thing nah, to do. No, there's a,
0: there's there's some of his works on streaming services, I think.
1: That's true.
2: I think they all Not a lot of YouTube it YouTube red. Do you pay for Do you pay for no, like, YouTube movies? Right? No, I don't. This is just on YouTube. I, I rented YouTube? it. I rented it. Forty. Oh no, no
0: no no no! I did. Yes, I rented this. Okay yes. okay
2: okay. Yeah, I did.
0: But I don't have YouTube Premium or anything. Yeah, but, I just use AdBlock.
1: But anyways, yes. binge bin, bin binge Paul Thomas Anderson or don't. He's loaded. Watch yeah, he's Magnolia great. before you watch the episode. Of course, if you're hearing this warning right now, it's a little too late. Sorry, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Well, your cinematic odyssey may have been ruined, but at Uh, least you know what to expect. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for tuning
0: in. Uh, Thank you again for all the listeners. Appreciate all you. You guys are the best. Um, Next week, uh, we'll probably do TBD. Okay. TBD. Uh, All right.
1: Well, announce it. Go for it. Well, I'm going to say like an Oscar film. Yeah,
0: that's true. A film that was nominated.
1: Yeah, Oscar film TBD.
0: Yeah, I don't. We don't know which one exactly. <laughs> I just wanted to say TBD really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Magnolia PTA, go watch it. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This has been the Cinematic Odyssey here on United to the Moose WWVU FM Morgantown ninety one point seven FM. Um, see you guys next week.